When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favorite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing The Santa Claus. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Chris Kringle. Santa Claus. Per Noel. Papo Natalia. Pearl's Nickel. Topo Shishio. <laughs> now this is a Christmas film I'm talking about. This has been so highly requested from our listeners. It's amazing. <laughs> but what I really want to start this podcast off with is he just dies and we're like, okay. Oh my God. People aren't talking about this enough. Tim Allen legit murders Santa Claus. <laughs> no one bats an eyelid. The yeah. elves are like, oh look, it's the new Sienna. Okay, but what about the other one? If I was Tim Allen, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, I'm going to call 911. Straight away. Yes. Someone has fallen off the roof. I'm not checking in his pockets to see if he's got a card that says, put on my suit. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't put on the suit. <laughs> yeah, it's smelly. And also, too big. Yeah. Carrot in the back pocket. You sit down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Oh. <laughs> you know, some people online are saying that the Santa Claus that fell off the roof, it was actually suicide. That he wanted to die because... He was overworked. Overworked. Didn't want to do the job. This was his way out. Wow, he's been plotting. Interesting. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to put on the uh, the boots with the slip-resistant bottoms on. <laughs> Instead, he's just put, like, goose oil on the bottom. Goose oil? I don't know. It's like Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Santa. You killed him. Did not, and he's not Santa. Well, he was. <laughs> you know what is crazy about the Santa Claus? What? There is a Christmas shared universe between the Santa Claus and Home Alone. Sorry? So, basically, later on in the film, when the police are, you know, plotting their plan to capture Scott Calvin, they use a chalkboard to draw a layout of the neighborhood. And on it, there's a note about Scott's neighbors being in Florida. 
which is a nod to Home Alone when the McAllisters go to Florida. And um, this film is set in Chicago, as was Home Alone. So, like, basically they lived on the same street. That is such a good fact. I want Kevin to pop up with Scott Calvin. He just walks past, like, nonchalant with mac and cheese under his arm. <laughs> and a toothbrush. <laughs> The other thing that I just wanted to say, and I'm a bit embarrassed to admit, Judge Reinhold plays Neil, you know, yeah. um, Charlie's kind of stepdad type figure. I thought Judge Reinhold was a judge. I didn't realize that was his name until I realized like, oh my God, it's an actor. I don't know. Maybe the eggnog has got to me, but I had this moment. I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. To be fair, I haven't seen him in anything else. I know he's like a famous actor, but I personally haven't seen it. Yeah. So come your slack. It's Christmas. Is it a blessing or a curse to have a psychiatrist as a parent? Oh gosh. It's actually a miracle that Charlie isn't some like demon kid. Yeah. Although apparently in the second film, he is a bit of a demon. Oh. So... Just like being Santa's son got to his head, you know. Yeah, too many hot chocolates, I think. <laughs> yes. Well, shall we go on to best supporting character? Well, yeah, of course. We don't want to keep Mr. Pinhead waiting. No. <laughs> Ow. All right, so now we're going on to best supporting character. Maybe we can start with Johnson's secretary. Oh, my gosh. God, if anything dates this film it's the carefree attitude they had to the boss sleeping with the secretary affairs going on <laughs> like she's literally sat on his knee at the office christmas party and she's just like hey yeah <laughs> the christmas party is on christmas eve in the office as well oh, although no. i have been there i've had an office christmas party in the office no, not a vibe. No. Um, Comet. Comet. He's a cute reindeer. The best reindeer. Yeah. He flies by fart. Yeah. And it's Don't we all? <laughs> I mean what? <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> That's how Barney gets to work. <laughs> <laughs> Eats one carrot and <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Um He's a little bit gummy. Like yeah. when he talks, it's like, wow, those teeth are a bit realistic. Well, these animatronics again this was 1994 right yeah but they were like baby teeth oh real know. baby teeth <laughs> oh my gosh that's why not all the elves speak because the ones in the background they've had their teeth taken out for the <laughs> for the puppet <laughs> great great but he really tries his best comment <laughs> uh, what does that mean <laughs> it's like do i make a left or do i not make a left he's like do something wrong one more time and i'll hoof you off this roof uh, just like the last one hoof you off the roof <laughs> <laughs> guys i've had a mold wine <laughs> sorry <laughs> Wait, we've had two mold wine <laughs> did you recognize charlie's teacher she's mrs quick from sabrina the teenage witch how crazy she's like bobby we don't say stupid and we don't say elves they're little people. <laughs> Which, <laughs> do you know who is the best elf in this? It's a chubby one in the purple star. Outfit. It always it always is a chubby one, isn't it? Just the best by default. <laughs> chubby equals cuteness. Yes. It does. Yes. Well, and he's in a purple star outfit. Yeah. It's like a purple shirt with stars on. That's great. It's really cute. Yeah. And actually, maybe we should talk about Bernard here. <gasps> Bernard! Zoe Spry, who illustrates all of our cards for Hey Now. Yes. Which you guys should get, by the way, zoeSpry.com. Anyway, <laughs> hilarious story. So when we threw out on Instagram, like, guys, what film do you want us to do? And the Santa Claus was like 
a top contender. Yeah. Zoe voted the Santa Claus and she wrote next to it, Bernard, such a fitty. <laughs> Zoe, <laughs> is it a fitty? It's this thing. I mean, absolutely not. But people have said online, like there was this whole BuzzFeed article about Bernard being this like sexual awakening in like kids watching it for the first time. Something about him. I don't know. Maybe it's just his confidence. Maybe it's his accent. You know, that scene where he's like, are we on a coffee break? And the elf is like, we don't drink coffee. Well, I guess the break is over. (laughs) Is that like hot? Is it his like little curly dreads? I mean, that green berry. He's got little like bells around his neck as well. Like it's uh, maybe, yeah, this is like the bad boy of the North Pole. Yeah. Show me your North Pole. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Right. If we're talking elves, maybe we should award best supporting character oh my god okay i can think of no one better than (laughs) what do we call him the unexplained british elf (laughs) unexplained british elf he's like hello santa (laughs) it's a new fabric completely flame retardant it's light yet durable (laughs) you're right hello santa i refuse to call santa santa anymore he is from now on you know what the some of these elves do a really good job at acting up he genuinely seems like a thousand years old like just the way he talks hop skip in a jump (laughs) i'm an elf (laughs) do you know what i mean i invented the hoop and stick 25 million years ago (laughs) in the victorian days and i'm an elf (laughs) sorry (laughs) i'm an elf now (laughs) what what happened to, to make him an elf? I don't know. They, they selected Or my parents just dropped me off one day. They just, they hung him up on the washing line with pegs on his ears to make them pointy. And that automatically makes you an elf. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. He was either this or Star Trek. I love him. I love him. Best supporting character any day. Yeah, any of the week. <laughs> Also, side note, why are they only just making Santa's suit flame retardant? He's literally going down 10 million chimneys. And also, the suit was flame retardant, but not the face. So let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 911 Santa's <laughs> You just don't go face first. <laughs> also, who keeps a fire on at night? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Richie. <laughs> oh, I didn't think that through. <laughs> Speaking of flame retardant outfits, maybe we should move on to most iconic outfit. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, then. See you after the ad break. <laughs> <laughs> That's me going on fire. <laughs> cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So now we're talking about most iconic outfit and throughout the film Scott progressively becomes more Santa-esque. He puts on a bit of weight, he'll shave, but then a white beard will grow back instantly. Mm-hmm. His color palette and his wardrobe gets a little bit more festive. Yeah. And towards the end of the film, he's just leaning into it so much. Yeah. Um, and there's a particular outfit. He's wearing this adorable red and white knitted hat. Mm-hmm. And this like red, white and gray knitted jacket. And yes. um, that's got like reindeer motifs down the side. And he's wearing red mittens. I mean, so impractical, but they're adorable. They are cute. You feel like a cute little crap. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Scott Calvin's outfits, the combo I really like is when he's wearing his green and white boxers and then he's got like the bomber coat on top. And we need to talk about this outfit. Hot to trot, I thought. (laughs) Those legs? Tim, there is something actually about Tim Allen. Yes. There is. Yeah. I mean, in 1994, maybe. Yeah. 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 I thought that was a great look. Scott Innes Calvin's, am I right? Hey! <laughs> Although I wouldn't want to be on a snowy roof in that. No. Well, I guess that's kind of what encourages him to put on oh, the Santa outfit. Yeah. Rookie mistake, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let your candy cane fly free, I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of kind of sleepwear, he gets upgraded, doesn't he? When Scott goes to the North Pole for the first time, he's gifted these red silk pajamas yes. with SC on the pocket. Which is perfect. Scott Calvin, Santa Claus. I felt like an idiot because that's when I first made the connection. I was like, oh my God, he has the same initials. And then that's the whole point. But they looked comfy. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Although sometimes with satin pajamas, they're a bit like twisty. If you roll the wrong way, wedgie Uh, you know if you pair that with like satin sheets you're just sliding out of bed oh yeah like a dolphin gliding on an ice cube (laughs) what that's not (laughs) that's not a thing i also just want to take a moment to talk about the mom's 90s fashion yes okay she has some looks she does have some looks i Mm. mean that hairstyle wow leave that in the past (laughs) 
But there's a scene where they're watching Charlie play soccer and she comes walking over to Scott and she's got this gray t-shirt on with the sleeves rolled up. Yeah. It's tucked into some mom jeans with like a brown chunky belt. Yeah. And she's got this like navy blue baseball cap. Very cool. I'm into the minimalistic look. Yes. Timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. I really like that. That was the mum's one redeeming factor because she was annoying. She's so annoying. And like, yeah, she loves her son, but she's causing him issues. Yeah. By being difficult with the dad, it's just making it more awkward. Yeah. Because how old is Charlie supposed to be in this film? Eight, nine. Okay. If my eight or nine year old turns around to me and says, I don't think Santa's real. You know, I want him to believe in Father Christmas for as long as possible. Yeah. Bad mom award. Yeah. We should talk about Neil. Um, (laughs) Neil. Neil, the psychiatrist. I do think most iconic outfit is his sweater. Yes. I mean, multiple knitted sweaters throughout this film. Mm. Each kind of worse than the last but slash best because just so iconic yeah and like is. scott was making fun of them it's like excuse me like this would if you found that in like beyond retro it would cost like a hundred pounds yeah definitely at the time <laughs> but now it's looking like yeah you find that at urban outfitters yeah you appreciate it i feel like he's been hanging out with jeremiah from the princess diaries oh my god plot twist neil is jeremiah's stepdad oh my god well they all link all disney films link <laughs> honestly he just needs like bright red hair and he would be jeremiah yeah maybe in princess diaries 3 <gasps> we're waiting you can come back yes oh my god we are waiting that is my christmas wish yeah that would be a christmas miracle and if princess diaries talks anything miracles happen beautiful <laughs> well that leads us really nicely on to best musical moment okay sport All right, so now we're going on to best musical moment. Do you think that there is a lot of very good Christmas classics in this? Firstly, I think we need to discuss the Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Yes, Carol of the Bells yes. is the name of that song. I had no idea how to look it up. It's very dramatic for it a Christmas is. song. It plays during the opening credits. I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting one to start the film with. Yeah. Bell, sweet summer bell, so to sing, away. It makes me feel very Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel scared. Or like a bit stressed. Yeah. Like, oh, I left all my Christmas presents till Christmas Eve. Um actually they also sing in this, or they do, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. But what I really like is the doop 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 doop. Dreaming of a white Christmas. Is that like the Frank Sinatra version, or is that, or is there like some? It's it's a bit jazzy. It is very jazzy, and they use that transition through quite a few of the scenes. Yeah. I love it. God, there are some good Christmas songs out there, or like re-recordings of them. Mm. Like Casey Musgraves did a whole Christmas album. Um, that was great. Miley Cyrus did um, Just Hear the Sleigh Bells Jingle. Yes. That was really good. Love it. I love it. And actually speaking of that, like remixes, there's like a chipmunk version um, <laughs> of Santa Claus is coming to town in this. It's like, Santa Claus is coming to town. And it's when Charlie is in his room, like he's suddenly obsessed with Santa and the North Pole. And he's got like ropes tied to like six dining chairs and he's pretending he's on Santa's sleigh yeah and then Scott arrives and he's like where is he 
Well, he could be listening to records jumping up and down on his bed wearing a red hat and galoshes. I don't care what Neil's doing. Where's Charlie? (laughs) (laughs) What are galoshes? Side note. They're like waterproof shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, now you know. Call them waterproof shoes. I know. Galoshes. Yeah, classic Laura trying to make everything much bigger than it actually is. Yeah, hate that. She's such a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I hope she falls through the ice. (laughs) I hope she slips off the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nora, I've got a Christmas present on the roof for you. (laughs) It's a new pair of galoshes. (laughs) (laughs) Covered in goose fat, maybe. (laughs) Everything comes full circle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, God, I hope our listeners like like dark humour. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Good. Um, All right, so maybe we should award best musical moment. Yes. And it comes from the scene where Bernard is telling Scott Calvin about the naughty and nice list that he'll get shipped over to Chicago. Yeah. In like so many like what FedEx trucks or whatever. Yeah. Who's reading all of that? I yeah. know, I know, I know. But anyway, Bernard's like, okay, I'll send you the list. And Scott's like, the list? You know, the list. He's making a list. And then Charlie, out of nowhere, shouts out, check it! And then the elves sing, gotta find out who's naughty and nice. Charlie, calm down. You don't have to be the center of attention in every scene. Such a brat. You've just been given a snow globe, stumpf, of like (laughs) 12 minutes. (laughs) Okay, next up is best quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the scene where Charlie's being dropped off at Scott's house by his mom. Mm. And Scott says to the mom, hi, did you want to come in for a minute? Neil's waiting in the car. Why didn't he come in? Because, daddy, he says you'll end up saying something snotty. Not necessarily. Could be rude or sarcastic. Whatever it takes. (laughs) (laughs) He hates Neil. He hates Neil. But I actually like that Scott commits to the bit. And he's, you know, his hatred of Neil kind of lasts throughout the entire film. There's not this big moment. Where they're like mates again. Yeah, like. Bezies. Yeah, I hate that. Um, <laughs> Charlie does say some funny stuff. How he says it is funny. Yeah. He's like, do I got to stay? Those flames are really big, Dad. <laughs> and he's a doctor. He's a psychiatrist. <laughs> it's funny. But there's one back and forth between Scott and Charlie that I really like. And Scott's like, hey, Charlie, you know how to call 911? Sure. 911. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. He He's is cute. cute. There's another scene where Bernard gives him the magic snow globe. Yeah. And um, just Charlie's delivery. I don't know if you picked up on it, but he's like, Thanks. Thanks a lot. I promise I'll take real care of it. <laughs> like, speak <laughs> up, Charlie. Charlie, come on. <laughs> but it was cute. It was very sincere, I, yeah. I thought. And he gets his way in the end. Like, it's a bit hard to say no to him because he is so cute. That's why, you know, Charlie got Scott to eventually put on the suit. And there is that scene where Charlie's like, whoa, dad, you're flying. It's okay. I'm used to it. I lived through the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie's a bit manipulative, though. He really does, like, twist to get what he wants. Like, you know, there's that big leaving scene where Scott flies away, you know, after the police have been chasing him. And it's like, bye. And then 10 minutes later, Charlie, what does he do? Does he shake the snow globe to get him back? And yeah. literally, <laughs> Scott's at the front door like 10 minutes later, like, hi, what What did you want? It's like, ah, the police could still be there. <laughs> Maybe Charlie wants him to come back. So the police take him away. Yes, true. 
true, yeah. true. The doctor's funny in this with Scott when he's like, I don't know, Scott, you're as healthy as a horse. Yeah, Clydesdale. Well, what's your diet like? Milk and cookies. Really? <laughs> but I don't finish all the milk. Well, then there's your problem. Just try to cut back on the sweets, okay? Oh my, oh my gosh. God. Uh, chugging a glass of milk uh, makes me want to die. Really? Like a cold glass of milk? That is hideous. No. Milk is nice. You put your mouth up against a cow's udder then. Well, I don't want to do that. I'd like <laughs> to have it out of a nice glass. Like, no one's sucking on a cow's udder to get their milk. I want to know what happened when the first person in the world was like, hmm, wonder if I drink the stuff that comes out. Or I wonder what happens if I pull this. <laughs> like... Come oh! on. The person you discovered pervert. milk, big old cow pervert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Milky pervert. <gasps> semi skimmed, am I right? Oh, like, yeah. freaking semi over that cow. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Gross. Well, speaking of gross, although I don't know, it depends who you talk to, maybe our runner up quote should be when Scott's outside on the pavement shouting in front of the neighbours. I don't even wear pyjamas. I sleep naked. Fuck naked. Morning, Mrs. McGloin. Mary Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) There's random, like, old lady and her daughter walking past. And Mrs. McGloin says, eyes front, Mary Catherine. (laughs) Also, pick one name. Mary or Catherine? (laughs) I know. Let's pick two of the oldest names and chop them. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Punch and Judy, who are in that North Pole as well. Yes. They have this really funny moment where Scott like bends down or he's suddenly naked, like bottom half. And they're like, ah! <laughs> oh, look, there's an emu. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is, why is there a puppet show in Santa's room in the North Pole? Who's controlling the puppets? And why did the old Santa insist on there being a puppet show next to his bed? Like, apparently Christmas Eve is so stressful for elves. Like, okay, well, let's maybe not do the Punch and Judy 9pm showing (laughs) and get him on the shop floor instead. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Easy job though. If it was between, you know, like putting together toy soldiers and like doing a little puppet show, I know which one I'd pick. Do you know what? There was one elf who I think was so cute. Judy. Oh, Judy. Yeah, and I think she does have the best quote in this film. (laughs) And it is the one where she's sitting with Scott. She just made him like some hot chocolate that's taken her 1,200 years to perfect. And Scott's like, you know, you look pretty good for your age. Thanks. But I'm seeing someone I'm rapping. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Judy. Yes. Clap back. Yeah. Also, like, I don't want to go out with you, old man stranger. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be dating the boss. No. Now, <laughs> rapping is where I would like to work. Yeah, I think so too. I love rapping. But there's nothing more joyful, I think, than going to find some really nice wrapping paper. Yes. And like ribbons to match. Ooh. Oh, baby. I make it a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love the aesthetic. Yeah, actually, I mean? the present is the wrapping. <laughs> you open it up and it's, there's nothing in there. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going on to our favourite part of the podcast, which is, can we discuss? And first of all, I think we should discuss, you know, Scott keeps getting Bernard's name wrong. Yeah. It really reminded me of you because you have on Twitter, like a recurring thread Whenever someone spells your name wrong in an email, you yes. add it to the list. And there are some hoots on that. Oh my gosh. I've had so 
many and an email as well like my name is right there like you can you can you know what it is i've had varbet i've had bernie i've had barry literally any combination of letters except the ones that you actually need yeah it's wild and then obviously that extends to like you know coffee orders where they write it on the card i was gonna say like these guys sending you emails should be fired and then get a job at starbucks yeah (laughs) great i'm haunted there yeah hi yeah um sorry what's your name oh emily okay and then you get it back it's like a miley or something (laughs) they pick the like the most random spelling yeah but i heard that apparently they do that so you take a photo of it and then it's like free advertising yeah i've heard that as well i mean quite clever very clever yeah but sometimes I've just literally gone and be like, um, yeah, my name's Alex. Because it's just easier. Like, it's just because otherwise it's like, what? Barney? Like, when I went to America and I said, my name's Barney, that sounds to them how they would say the name Bonnie. They'd be like, Barney, which sounds like me saying Barney. So when I'm in America and I order a coffee, I have to say, oh, my name's Barney. And then they get it. Hello, I'd like an Americano, please. That will be Barney. <laughs> <laughs> I have beef with this Chicago police department. Right. Why are they going so hard on trying to get Scott Calvin? Because they feel like he's kidnapped their son? Yeah, but he obviously hasn't and he's in safe hands. But they have like full on SWAT teams out trying to find him. It's crazy. Like, come on. I feel like there's better things to do on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And also use your resources elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? Probably something else going on that needs attending to. Well, hello. What about the burglars at Kevin McAllister's house? Exactly. That's how they got away with it. Yeah. (laughs) It all makes sense. (laughs) Uh, One thing I was going to say is, well, you know this about me. My first ever job was in a Christmas department. Now, did that ruin Christmas for you or did it enhance it? Do you know what? I think it enhanced it. (gasps) I started the job in October. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I was like dreaming of ball balls since October. <laughs> did you have to gift wrap? That's two whole months. Yes, I did gift wrap. Ooh. Gift wrap and like running to the warehouse to get fake Christmas trees and like decorations and things for people. Yeah. So it was quite like a magical place to work. But yeah, I definitely went home with lots of like glitter on me and tinsel. <laughs> Christmas discount? I got a 20% discount or maybe it was 10%. And then I went up to 20% when I moved to menswear. <laughs> Ooh. You can only buy men's clothes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of Hugo Boss, God, I am on it with these segues. Yeah. Chimpanzee Bossy. riding on a segue. Oh my God. I have not thought about chimpanzee riding on a segue in like 10 years. Chimpanzee riding, riding on, on a segue. segue. <laughs> hey, followed by the next best one. Riding on a pig, baby monkey. <laughs> Just quick side note. What is your favorite YouTube video of all time? I love Kelly shoes. Oh my God. Cheers. These shoes rule. These shoes suck. Ah! <laughs> what about oh you? My God, that was so iconic. My favorite one is, I'm not even joking, it's like a nine second clip and it's called Baby Rhino Escape Fail. <laughs> just just watch it and get back to me. That is a classic. Oh, that so is funny. so good. Oh my God. Well, right. Anyway. Speaking of Hugo Boss. Yeah. Scott Calvin was bossy <laughs> when he was. <laughs> That's okay. an awful segue. <laughs> All of that segue spiel yeah. segued into that. Like, well, in comparison, maybe not my best. <laughs> so Scott is dropping off presents when he doesn't want to be there. You know, he's like, I'm not Santa, I'm Scott Calvin. Mm. And he comes down and this girl who's been sleeping on the couch waiting 
to see Santa. I think her name is Sarah. Yeah. And she's like, Santa, how come your clothes are so baggy? Because Santa's watching his saturated fats. And then a year later, he comes back and she goes, you're fatter this year. Ah, Sarah, what is it with the fat shaming in this film? Like, if it's not Sarah, it's Scott's team at work. They're like, oh my God, you're you're like the Pillsbury Dough Boy or whatever. <laughs> Chill out, guys. Come yeah. on. Like, I would speak to HR if I had that abuse. He's quite mean to her in that beginning. Yeah, well, maybe he deserved it. So the last thing that I think that we should talk about... This film, as heartwarming as it is, there are some kind of sinister moments. Like, I don't know, a bit like dark, maybe like, you know, dark comedy or whatever. Towards the end of the film, Charlie says, I want to go into the family business. But from experience, we know that you can only become Santa if the Santa before you dies. Is Charlie wanting to kill his dad? It's like, because that's what he's saying, basically. Unless he means he's going to be one with the elves. That's how my innocent mind... I think Charlie is power hungry and he wants to get with Judy and Judy loves a man in power. And it's the only way. His first act will be firing that schmuck from rapping. So now we're on to trivia and let's see who's been paying most attention. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's my first one for you. Can you tell me the name of the number one selling doll at Scott's Toy Company? It's the do-it-all dolly. Those flames were really big, Dad. Don't you burp me. Don't you change me. (laughs) She can do it all. Do you know what? I remember being so jealous of my cousins getting a baby born. (gasps) They were so good. Baby born, baby born. Yeah. The little berries on the spoon and you put the spoon near the mouth and then the berries retract back into the spoon and it goes... Oh, so so good. clever! Really, is that and how they did it? The milk, what? <laughs> no, the baby shat it out. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's what I always thought. Wow. Okay, speaking of the do it all, Dolly. What company does Scott Calvin work for? Oh gosh, um, Happy Go Lucky Toys. Plain milk's fine. <laughs> no, uh. <laughs> it's B and R Toys. Where does Scott take his son for dinner on Christmas Eve? Denny's. Those flames were really big, Dad. Yes. Now, is Denny's a kind of like little chef equivalent? Yeah, Denny's is all over America. They don't have anything in stock. I know. Good thing they've got hot apple pie. We sold out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my question to you is, can you tell me one other thing that they were out of at Denny's? Um, Chocolate milk. Those flames were really big, Dad. Yes. Yes. I love chocolate milk. You know that. Oh, yeah. Okay, what dog is in the first house that Scott flies down into? Oh, I'm so bad with, with dog names. Um, was it a boxer? Plain milk's fine. It was a Rottweiler. Oh, okay. No. I know it was beefy. Can you tell me the brand name of the ladder that <gasps> magically appears? Roche, Rosuchak. <laughs> How do I say it? Rose. <laughs> Rose. <laughs> Rosa check. What is it? <laughs> oh my god. Rose Suchak. Rose Suchak. The Rose Suchak Ladder Company. The Rose Suchak Ladder Company. <laughs> yes. Those flames were really big, Dad. Although I like Rose Suchak. Who's that? It's like my grandma's friend. <laughs> you know, Rose. Rose Suchak. You want a world that's original? 
<laughs> and the answer is yes. <laughs> Every time, yes. Oh my God, so good. Oh, oh, it's just buttery. Oh, so silky. <laughs> you know that dolphin from earlier gliding on an ice cube? Sucking away this. <laughs> what colour is the canoe that Calvin gives to one of the kids? Is it green? Those flames were really big, Dad. Yes, a yeah. dark green. And it falls and I think knocks over a tree or something. Yeah, he pulls out the paddle and he's just like, oh, knocks, just right, chucks <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that would. Okay, my last question to you. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me one of the secret tips that Judy spills to how she perfects her hot chocolate? Um, does she use hot fudge? Plain milk's fine. Okay, so there's a few things. She says, not too hot, extra chocolate, shaken, not stirred. Oh, of course, classic. <laughs> My final question to you. What song is Calvin's heart beating to in the doctor's office? Is it Jingle Bells? Those flames were really big, Dad. Yes. Yeah! Festive. Very festive. How is the doctor not more freaked out, though? He's like... Mm. He's like, just get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you have a good pulse, but your heart is beating to Jingle Bells. Yeah. Mm. Must be a coincidence. <laughs> yes. Wow, the Santa Claus. I feel like whoever came up with that is an absolute genius or just sat there one day and was like, the Santa Claus. And then built the film around just the name. Yeah, it was like pun first, script later. Exactly. <laughs> but it worked for three films plus a new Disney Plus miniseries. Oh my God, I'm into it. Yeah. So into it. And Bernard's back, but he's not cute. I wonder if the people that are like Bernard's biggest diehard fans, I wonder if they'll be like, ooh. <laughs> David Crumholt, who plays Bernard, ends up in 10 Things I Hate About You with the dick drawn on his cheek there's a dick on my cheek isn't there <laughs> there's a dick on my cheek <laughs> well if you fancy bernard send us a message on instagram yes and i'm not talking about the elf i mean barney that's <laughs> not my name um but no send us a dm also send us a five-star review if you're loving the first of our Christmas classic season. We'd love to hear your recommendations for season six. We write down every single one that you guys recommend. We're making a list. We're checking it twice. We're going to find out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Insert joke here. Insert joke. <laughs> well, look, if this episode hasn't put you off, then make sure to tune in next week where we will be reviewing the Polar Express. <laughs> Guys, I cannot believe it. You have a week to watch this movie. And if I were you, I'd watch it many, many times because it's just that good. So No. <laughs> watch it with the sound off. Hey! <laughs> you always like, and the visuals as well. I hate it. Yeah, just, just watch something that is a million times better than the Polar Express. Oh my God. Well, you're really selling our episode next week. Choo tune in next week. I don't know. It's going to be a laugh. It'll be a lot too. I'm going <laughs> to discuss. I guess there's nothing left to do than to slide off this roof that we've been recording on. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.